0: lock in and level up. A new episode of the Positivity Report starts right now. Let's get it. What's going on? This is Ryan Wilson. You're listening to the Positivity Report. Thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And so, before I get into today's episode, as always, you can follow me and you can hit me up on Instagram at Wilson Ryan underscore underscore. Thank you. And so today I have an episode really about the Law of Attraction and in a sense, uh, kind of wrapping things up in terms of the Law of Attraction. And so, so as far as today's episode, as far as the Law of Attraction Attraction. attraction goes, I say, you know, wrapping things up in regards to this, because really the law of attraction and all of its different concepts and all of its different level concepts, all of those concepts in itself and the law of attraction in itself, all of that is really just the first step and really the first level of all of this. There are much deeper and in a sense, more important levels uh, to access and to get to, you know, that come after the law of attraction. So really, a lot of things that I will speak about moving forward will be about those deeper level concepts. And so that's why it's really kind of important to understand the law of attraction. So that's why I'm kind of going to wrap things up with the law of attraction. And as far as those deeper level concepts, I will speak more about what those actually are at the end of this episode. Uh, But until then, we will really just focus on this law of attraction and how we can then use that to get to those deeper levels that I mentioned. And I will speak more about those deeper levels at the end of this episode. And so when it comes to the law of attraction, there really are two Distinctions really when it comes down to it. The first is really understanding the law of attraction and just understanding how it works, and really just that it does work and that it is present in our universe. And then the second distinction is practicing the law of attraction. And that would mean consciously putting the law of attraction into practice and using it consciously in your life. So to me, there's two distinctions, and it's entirely possible for someone to understand how the law of attraction works and understand understand that it does work, but not consciously practice that. And as far as those deeper levels go that I mentioned, in order to access those, you actually don't even have to consciously practice the law of attraction and decide really to do that. Of course, that makes it so much easier to do really everything, but especially in regards to the deeper concepts, practicing the law of attraction consciously does make it easier. However, you can access and reach those deeper levels just by understanding the law of attraction and understanding that it works um without deciding to consciously practice it. And so understanding the law of attraction is enough to allow you to access those deeper concepts just by understanding, you know, how the law of attraction works and understanding really just that it does work. And so since we are speaking about the law of attraction in this episode, I will now reference back to, and so now to reference one more of my law of attraction episodes, now I will go back to episode seven, which was how to know your manifestations are coming true. In this episode, I really speak about how the universe will provide you signs and reassurance just that your manifestations are coming true, your dreams are coming to reality, everything that you're thinking about and trying to accomplish and manifest to reality is coming true. And also in the beginning of that episode, I speak about how I will do an episode speaking about spirit animals and totem animals and getting signs really from animals, which are also signs from the universe. So that brings me to the episode today where I will in fact speak about Both, you know, totem animals, spirit animals, getting signs from animals, which are really signs from the universe. In that episode seven, generally speaking, I mention how look up really what certain signs from the universe mean, especially if you're unsure. In that episode, I speak about if you're seeing repeating numbers, you can look up, you know, what does 444 mean or, you know, 555? What does seeing those numbers mean? And it'll give you an in-depth explanation. And so really the same thing happens when... You get a sign from an animal. You know, a lot of the time you will, it will benefit you if you look up, you know, what it means to see that animal. And of course, you do have to be in tune in the moment and, you know, the answers aren't going to totally lie in an article somewhere that can give you a lot of insight and a lot of ways and directions to look but at the same time you do have to be in tune in the moment and just pay attention to the experience and what you were thinking about you know when you saw the animal when you got that sign you know pay attention to what you were thinking about how you were feeling and everything like that so you have to be in tune in the moment when you're getting signs from the universe signs from an animal you know pay attention to you know when you saw that animal what was it you were thinking about were you manifesting something where where were your thoughts? What, how are you feeling? And same thing, you know, if you see repeating numbers or any other sign from the universe, whether it's a, whether it's an animal or a repeating number, you know, it can help to look up what the signs are in addition to being in tune in the moment and just paying attention to the experience itself. And so, you know, with that being said, in this episode, I will speak about, you know, how you can kind of in addition to looking things up and everything like that i'm kind of going to speak about how you can understand certain meanings from animals and from totem guides and you know i will give really just some common messages from certain animals you know there's a lot that i see in my life so i can give you a lot of messages that i just happen to know about you know common animals that can be seen so i'll speak about that and then i will also speak about really in a sense how you can try to uncover and discover what your animal what your spirit animal actually is. I will speak about how I really came across my spirit animals and how I discovered it. And it's completely different for every person, but I'll kind of speak about how I made it work, how you can possibly do things that will help you uncover that and discover that. And so I guess before I get any further, you know, I'll kind of just clarify and explain what I mean, you know, by spirit animal or totem animal, you know, really there's a lot of other words that can describe this. You know, it can be your power animal, your spirit animal, your animal totem, your power totem, your spirit guide. There's so many different words to describe this. And in a sense, they're all the same, but they also could have some distinctions and a little bit of variation. So in my life, I really just use two, two distinctions of everything that I just mentioned. I have my spirit animal and then I also have animal totems. The spirit animal is really kind of what you are at a soul level, like who you are and what you really are deep down. And then the totem animal is really a sign to you and something that won't be really there all your life. It could just be a one time experience or, you know, a reoccurring experience for like a period of time in your life. Um, but it won't really always be there. And your spirit animal can also not always be there. Sometimes you either get a new spirit animal or you will not need the spirit animal anymore. So sometimes that does happen, but you can have a spirit animal that will be with you all your life. And so that's really where the distinction lies between your spirit animal and the animal totems. Your animal totems are always changing. You know, they can be a daily one-time occurrence, or it could be, you know, for several weeks or during a season, you know, you see them frequently for weeks or months at a time so i will elaborate and explain further in regards to both of those that's really just what i will cover in this episode you know common signs from the animals and you know that's really just the distinction and some of the terminology that i will use throughout this episode you know your spirit animal and then your animal totem but spirit animal and power animal are synonymous those are the same thing and like spirit guide and totem animal are synonymous as well so you really just find the distinction of you know One is more of a message and it could always be changing and it could just be a one-time occurrence. The other is something, you know, that's who you are deep down, you know what I'm saying? Every totem animal or spirit guide that you come across isn't really who you are truly to the soul Um, But your spirit animal is what you truly are. So again, I will elaborate and explain further So first I'm going to speak about, you know, just getting signs from animals and this will be more towards the totem animals So in this case, it's going to be something that you know You might see one time or you might see several times, you know This is going to be an experience that will probably fall under totem animals. And so again, You could have a forever spirit animal, and you could also have a temporary, in a sense, spirit animal. And then you could have, I guess, a forever animal totem that you always see. And then you could also have temporary ones that you only see one time or over a few days or weeks or months. And then in addition to that, there is also, you know, the singular experience that you only see once. And so I'm really going to start now with just some common messages and common lessons and themes when you see an animal. And I'm really going to give some of my personal experiences as well to kind of give you an example of what I mean how you can learn a message. So the first animal I will speak about is really the snake. And this snake totem and the message that you get from the snake is to stay grounded during times of change. That's one of the most general themes. And again, when you look up these animals, you know, you can read a full article where it's going to give you all the messages, all the details about what seeing this animal means. And so when I go through these, I'm just going to give, you know, the general one point. But if you look up a full article about this, you'll get several, several different points. But I'll just really give you like the main theme and really just the main takeaways that I use in my life and that I've gotten from the experiences. So the snake, is low to the ground so that's why it tells you to stay grounded during times of change and an example of this one of the first times that i saw the snake totem and consciously got a message from it was a couple years ago in 2017 i was in florida with my family and and so a few days later i saw the snake totem again and at this point i was with the rest of my family including you know my older sister and my mom but i will really just speak about myself and my sister and why this was an important experience so the message from the is to stay grounded during times of change. And for myself, while we were in Florida, this was just a few weeks or about a month before I was about to move out of New Jersey for the first time and also begin law school, which was going to be a three-year journey for me. And also at the time, my sister was in the process of switching jobs. And so she was about to begin a new job after this trip as well. So myself and my older sister were both about to experience times of change you know, myself with the law school and her with a new job. And so that's why that was an important message, not only to me, you know, I saw it myself a few days before, but then I saw it with other people. So that was really a message to all of us, you know, to stay grounded during times of change and, you know, whatever messages the snake has for us. And that's just two examples of, you know, myself and my sister of why that experience was important. And pretty much every time that I go down there, I have a lot of experiences with animals because, you know, of course there's more animals like snakes and stuff. Stuff like that in florida so you have a better likelihood of seeing those animals down there Like I don't expect really to see animals like snakes and stuff in philadelphia or something like that So of course, you know, you might be tempted to be skeptical of like, oh, well You only saw a snake because you were in florida Yes, the likelihood of seeing a snake is greater in florida than philadelphia, but that doesn't take away from the message You know, it's it's important and it's significant that you're seeing it whether you're in florida no matter where you are So if you're on vacation somewhere and you're like I like oh, well, I'm never usually here. That's why I'm seeing these animals. It could just be no coincidence that you're on vacation at that moment, you know, seeing those animals. So the different climate and stuff is going to interpret, you know, what type of animals you see, Um, you know, of course. So you have to take that into consideration, you know, when you're getting signs from animals. And that's just generally, you know, all this you have to be in tune and be balanced with, you know, you have to understand and really be realistic. You know, why am I seeing this animal? Is it what message is it giving to me? So you can't be too skeptical. You can't interpret the meaning too much. You know, when you, you know, for example, when I say be in tune, you know, even when you're reading the article about the animal, you have to also be in tune because there's going to be a million articles out there and you might only need one or two that's going to give you that direct answer that you need. Um, So if you click on an article and you're really in tune and like you first click on it and it doesn't feel like the right one or the best one, or it doesn't look right to you, like just back out and read another one. You have to be in tune and you might find some information in the first one, but you might then read a second article. And it's like, this is the answer I need. So be in tune when you see the animals be in tune when you are interpreting their messages, be in tune when you look it up, you know, you have to just be realistic and be balanced. And you know, take the message for what it is, don't see it for what it's not see it for what it is. Don't say Oh, I only saw that because I was in Florida, no, say, I was supposed to be in Florida at this time. That's why I saw this animal. And so the next example that I will provide really came on Monday night football, again, with the NFL, uh, Just about a week ago, I think it was on Monday, November 4th, there was the black cat that ran on the field during the NFL game. And so, and this is just a side note, also in that same night and also in that same day, I was getting multiple signs from the cat totem um myself in my life and then i saw that that happened in the game i wasn't even watching the game and then hours later i saw that uh, that that occurred and i was like wow so a lot of people were getting this cat meaning so the reason why i say you have to be in tune and understand when it's an actual meaning is you know somebody might be inclined to be like oh well it's a cat you know i see my pet cat every day Uh, So how is that a spiritual meaning? But yes, that might be true. But do you see your pet cat running on the field during an NFL football game? No, that that was an odd occurrence. And that was spiritual message to many, many people, you know, that were either at the game or watching the game on TV. And of course, again, it's an unusual occurrence, you know, when an animal, a cat is running on the field during an NFL game. So you have to understand the message for what it is. You know, of course, if you want to like give yourself every reason to not believe in the message, like you're going to find it like you could just be like, oh, it's a cat. Like I said, like I have a pet cat, like I see cats all the time. Like that's not a weird meaning, but truthfully, it really is. And so, you know, that's just another example. And if you want the meaning of the cat, It's really to one it means you always land on your feet no matter what you go through no matter what you fall uh, you pretty much always land on your feet just like a cat does and it also tells you and encourages you really to embrace your magic and embrace your power those are really the primary meanings of the cat also to just be strong um you know cats are kind of one of the most like detached animals really from their feelings like they can really always move on with their life and just keep things going. So it also kind of gives you that message as well. But if you're embracing the cat totem, it will encourage you to always land on your feet and ensure you um, and give you faith that you'll always land on your feet. And it also gives you the message to embrace your magic, embrace your power and, you know, manifest what you want. And so, you know, those were a couple examples of, you know, just seeing animals and kind of what their meanings are and the examples behind, you know, identifying that. And I have actually many more examples. Um, Here's just like a singular one-time experience. And this is a story for myself, you know? So I actually saw a raccoon, again, in the city of Philadelphia. And, you know, I've never, this was the first time I saw it. And really to give you the story and really the message behind it for me was I was really moving my car and, and reparking it somewhere. So I park my car and I get out and, you know, I was walking back and I literally just see a raccoon like, and nobody else was really around, just like peek its head out and show himself and then turn around and just like run away. A lot of the times with these experiences, with these animals, either like nobody else will notice it but yourself and also if you like look away for a second you won't even really see the animal where it actually goes like it will instantly really just like disappear. Like you're like, wait, I, I don't even know where that went. So that's just a side point that kind of just explains or describes the, the experience. You know, it might be something that nobody else even notices or witnesses besides yourself. So you might see it, you might see where it goes, but you also might, it might, you might look away and then look back and next thing you know, you can't even find it where it went. So that's an experience like that. And really the message to me was just like, I believe the raccoons message is like stealth. That was like a one time I was thinking about something something directly in that moment so when i saw the raccoon i knew exactly what it was and then when i looked it up it was like stealth and just like being all good and like not worrying or something so i was like okay i cannot worry about you know what i'm thinking about so that's like a one-time experience where you know and i've never seen a raccoon since and that was months ago so you know what i'm saying that's a one-time experience where you might be thinking about something literally in that moment and then you get the sign and it says like nah don't even worry about that you're good or something like that so you have to really pay attention to what you are thinking about Uh, you know, when you see it. And again, an experience like that, like the raccoon is just a random animal, you know, like has no significance to me. I hadn't consciously seen that animal totem before, Uh, So that was just like a random sign. So you have to take these random occurrences, you know, again, you can be quick to just be like, yeah, whatever, that's common practice. You saw an animal, like whatever, dude. But the more in tune that you are, the more sense it's going to make. And you know what I'm saying? The more sense you will get from the experience. So you have to just be in tune and, you know, take it for what it is. If it feels like a sign, don't just write it off and be like, nah, whatever. Like it likely is a sign, to be honest. And so now I'll give a couple examples of seasonal animals and give my experience and my meaning behind them. So really for me, this past summer, I had two really summer totems that I was seeing a lot, which were butterflies and then also dragonflies. And both of those animal totems are really similar. They have a lot of the most similar meanings. Their biggest meaning and their biggest theme is transformation. And this summer, undoubtedly for me, was probably the most transformative time period of my life i went through a lot of transformation during the summer on so many different levels i was seeing many different types of butterflies the monarch butterfly yellow butterflies. I was seeing black and blue butterflies. And then I was also seeing the dragonfly. And so again, these are both symbols and themes of transformation. And for me, you know, I was even looking up the different butterflies meanings. You know, what does the monarch butterfly mean? What does a yellow butterfly mean? What does a yellow monarch mean? What does a black and blue butterfly mean? You know, you can look up all the different distinctions. And same thing with the cat. You can look up what does a black cat mean? What does a gray cat mean? But generally, they're all going to have the similar And then each color and each thing is going to have a different distinction. And, you know, each color and each will have its own distinction. But, you know, the cats all generally have the same message and butterflies and dragonflies generally have the same message, not necessarily depending on their color. So those were summer you know, totems for me. So that was a seasonal one. And of course, someone will say, well, of course, bro, of course, you saw butterflies in the summer, they're not there in the winter. That's very true. You're exactly right. But again, that's not by mistake. You know, you were meant to see it right during the summer, of course, it's impossible, you're not going to see a bunch of those animals, you know, in the winter. Or, you know, if I went to Florida, you know, I saw more dragonflies and even more butterflies. But I still saw a lot of them no matter where I was. And yes, of course, it's only possible if it's the summertime, like you're right, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's actually a spiritual meaning and has importance to you. So again, you have to just be in tune and just believe in what's going on, you know, believe in the animals and believe in their messages, you know, don't look too far into that other stuff and, you know, look at what's important, you know, and I really only bring up those excuses because I feel like people would be, I feel like people wouldn't be inclined to embrace the idea of like getting messages from animals, but you really do get those messages. And so that's why I explain just the ways that People would quickly probably explain it or rationalize it in their mind to be like, nah, like that's just whatever. But the truth is it really above anything else is a message from the universe, um, no matter how silly that might sound. So that's why I kind of just give you like the common defenses of if you're like trying to rationalize, like you might be like, oh, well, it's just summer. That's why. But nah, that's cool. Like, you're right. That is true. And you have to take reality into consideration but that shouldn't eliminate or negate the message that you're receiving just because it's only more likely to happen during the summertime and so i've still have other animals to get to so i'll now speak about the frog and so the frog is most notably known for being seen if you if you are going through a spiritual awakening or about to go through a spiritual awakening. When I went through my very first spiritual awakening, which was in 2017, I saw a frog right in the middle of that as I was going through it and that was a huge message to me. So if you see the frog, um that means that you're either going through a spiritual awakening, you're about to Go through a spiritual awakening, you're discovering the truth. You're about to uncover some truth. Um, again, look up the full meaning if you see this, but again, like the frog. And no, I didn't see the frog when I was in Florida. I saw that in New Jersey in the backyard, you know, where I was staying at the time. The frog means spiritual awakening or something along those lines. And again, that happened to me when I was going through my first spiritual awakening. Some other animals you might see, you know, different color birds, you know, those are really easy to spot. You know, if you see a red bird or a blue bird and you usually only see brown birds or something like that, like that's important. So pay attention to what type of birds you're seeing. And, you know, you might have to do some research into, you know, what animal did I just see, but it will come to you and you'll find out what you just saw and then see what the message is. And so a random animal, um, but a common message from it is when you see the squirrel and really the squirrel message is to not overplan because I'm pretty certain that the squirrels, when they are stowing away their food and everything for the winter, um, you know, a lot of the things that they stow away and that they plant in the ground, most of that, and I believe the majority of that, is actually never recovered by the squirrels. So the message of not overplanning is because the squirrels plan all that stuff and they end up not even needing it. So a lot of the overplanning that you do, you actually don't even need that. So don't overplan is a message from the squirrel. And also to just have fun and enjoy the moment. Um, if you notice, squirrels are always running around and playing and they're squirrels squirrely literally um they're always like running around and stuff so um, and acting crazy so it's just encouraging you to just have fun and you know don't take yourself too seriously just enjoy the moment and don't over plan are the two messages from the squirrels and again um, also with the butterflies you know and with many birds birds and butterflies always a lot of animals really just in general are telling you to just pay attention and be present in the moment but especially with butterflies and birds many many of those are encouraging you to stay in the moment and enjoy the moment so that's you know another common message with both butterflies and with different types of birds many different types of birds and so now that I provided you with you know many examples of just some of my examples and just common meanings of you know if you see any of these animals what they kind of mean um, and also just my experiences with seeing some of these animals now I'll kind of shift gears and now speak about how someone can go about understanding what their spirit animal is and you know what is necessary to become in tune so that you can uncover and discover and connect with what your spirit animal actually is. I will explain first, you know, kind of how my experience with the spirit animal is and how I kind of went about connecting with it. So for myself, I actually have multiple spirit animals, I really have a primary and I also have a secondary. And so when I say my primary spirit animal, this is actually split into two animals that are nearly identical animals. So it's really just one animal as my primary, but in a sense, it's split into two to give you an example of how close my two primaries actually are and why they're actually one animal is an example of this would be like if it was a crocodile and an alligator um you know that's how similar my two my two primary animals actually are and then i also have a secondary spirit animal and so my secondary is not nearly as powerful as my primary but it's nearly just as important and so my primary spirit animal i actually i mentioned my first spiritual awakening in 2000 2017, a couple years ago. In that spiritual awakening, during that, while it was unfolding and occurring, I saw that frog totem that was letting me know that I was going through, in fact, a spiritual awakening. However, I realized what what my primary spirit animal was, Prior to that spiritual awakening, my spirit animal that I uncovered, the primary, that is really what led me through my spiritual awakening. You know what I'm saying? That frog was just a one time totem, but the primary spirit animal I've been seeing nearly every single day since 2017, and it's still present and occurring in my life and it's super important in my life. And I say that, and I think that's important because, you know, you don't have to necessarily go through your first spiritual awakening to uncover what your spirit animal is. You know, I actually discovered what it was before I even actually woke up in a sense You know if you use the spiritual awakening to as an example of that, you know I really didn't even wake up yet But I was still in tune enough to understand what my spirit animal was and follow it And like I said that led me to my spiritual awakening and it also led me through my spiritual awakening and then my secondary spirit animal I did not uncover and connect with until this past year, just months ago in 2019. So that came years later and you know, since then, and I will say this, so this summer was super transformative for me and that really was a spiritual awakening in itself. I've had really multiple, that was if not my second, my third spiritual awakening. So I've gone through multiple different awakenings and my first one was incredibly powerful. And up until this one that I just went through in the summer, The first one was the most powerful, but really the summer one was even more powerful. But I say that just to indicate that, you know, I got my first primary spirit animal before I even had any spiritual awakenings. And then after having multiple spiritual awakenings, I then received my secondary spirit animal. So you're not going to get it all at the beginning of the process. You know, you have to go through the journey in order to kind of grow and connect with what your spirit animal is. And so those are just my examples of, you know, really, when. And I connected with my spirit animals and kind of just the timeline you know between them and so you might be wondering how on earth do you in fact find what your spirit animal is and so first before I get to that I really have to debunk a few things and kind of point you in the right direction because at first thought you know when you ask yourself or you're wondering you know how do I find my spirit animal I'm going to kind of point you in the right direction as opposed to where your mind might initially go. I'm going to really mention 3 examples and when I mention these 3 examples, you should look to these first so that you can really rule them out as you know that these aren't really my spirit animal. So, so the first thing that I will mention is really your favorite animal. You can kind of rule that out from the start, you know, if your favorite animal is a dog, yes, it's possible that that's your spirit animal, but in all likelihood the animal that you had growing up as your favorite animal likely will not be your spirit animal and you know it's possible that it will be your favorite animal like I say you should look to these first because if you truly believe yes my favorite animal is my spirit animal then if that's the truth it's the truth but I say you should look to these first so that you can then see okay maybe this isn't it so look to this first so your favorite animal for me it was not for me for my spirit animals it was not even really close to both my primary my secondary really completely random and not close to what I would explain or express as my favorite animals so that's what you can look to first. The second is your astrological animal and whatever your, your sign in astrology is. So for example, I'm a Leo. Um, neither my primary or my secondary, neither of those are the lion. So, you know, you might be inclined to say, oh, I'm a Leo. So my spirit animal is a lion. And again, it's possible. You know, I do believe that like I have traits of the lion. Like I, I truly believe that. But is it my spirit animal? No, it's not. So you can definitely have traits and signs of your favorite animal, traits and signs of your astrological animal. Um, You know what I'm saying? You could be, you could feel lion hearted if you're a Leo and you can embrace that, but it might not necessarily be your spirit animal. And uh, finally, you could look to the year of the animal that you were born in. And again, for me, I was born in the year of the dog and neither my primary or my secondary spirit animal is a dog. So for me, if you look at my favorite animal neither my primary or my secondary spirit animal is my favorite animal if you look at the year in which i was born which was the year of the dog neither my primary or my secondary spirit animal is the dog and so finally you could look at i'm a leo but neither of my primary or my secondary spirit animal are in fact the lion so those are just three places you know that people might be inclined to look you know people always say like like homer simpson is my spirit animal people joke about what their spirit animal is all the time like you know what i'm saying they always joke about it so in order to really know what your spirit animal is you have to look deep because people will always just say right i love dogs so i'm a dog that's my spirit animal no it probably won't be and some examples of this you know Certain people, you know, their totem animal could be, your spirit animal could be like an animal that you don't even like. For example, you know, some people's spirit animal is like a rat, Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it might be an animal that you don't even like or that you're even scared of, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's not just what you want. it. Your spirit animal is not going to be what you want it to be. It's what it really is. Even something else like a roach, you know what I'm saying? Like that's actually some people's spirit animals. And so that could gross people out. They could be afraid of those animals. Animals, but truthfully, that could be your spirit animal. So that's why I mean, you just have to look like beyond the surface. It's not just going to be, you know, the animal that you like the most or that you think it is. It's what you truly are. So you really have to look within. Um, And like I said, those are just ways to kind of rule out what you think it might be off the start. And then moving forward, you know, I can't tell you how to find your spirit animal. That's really one of the most hard questions to answer. Um, One of the hardest questions to answer, you know, I can't tell anybody how to find their spirit animal. I can only say that you will find your spirit animal by being in tune and just by paying attention to the signs and the messages and the feelings that you're getting. And you also have to look within, you know, who am I truly, you know, your spirit animal is what you are down to the core, you know, behind that human body that you're living in behind like your ego, behind your name, behind everything that you think that you actually are. What is it that you really are like? I like look deep within and that's how you find it so there's no set way to just decide oh i'm going to find my spirit animal i never made a decision like for either my primary or my secondary i never said i'm going to go out and find my spirit animal an example of this is my primary spirit animal came to me before i even had a spiritual awakening before i was even considering the facts of spirit animals and what mine might be i wasn't even considering it and then it came to me so to me you can't go out and look and find what it is it's just going to come to And same thing with my secondary animal, you know, I already had my first and my primary spirit animal. I didn't even know that there was primary and secondaries. I didn't know that I was going to come into a secondary one. I was perfectly confident and content and happy with my primary spirit animal. And then I came across the second one. So to me answering the question, you know, how do you find your spirit animal? I don't think there's ever an answer. You just have to be in tune and just be open to it. You know what I'm saying? Don't rule it out. Just be open to the fact that, you know, if you want your spirit animal to show itself, just, Be in tune and pay attention. And again, don't just decide that the first animal that you're seeing a lot of is your spirit animal. It might be the signs and the animal totems that are getting you closer to finding what your true spirit animal is. So again, you have to be in tune and not just jump to conclusions about the message from the animal, but be in tune and be balanced and be understanding more than anything about what the message actually is. And so I will elaborate a little bit further and kind of point you in a little bit better direction of how you can, in fact, connect with what your spirit animal is. So I will now give you an example of how I came across my secondary spirit animal. I will kind of break down the difference between the primary and the secondary because I don't think I mentioned this before. So when I say my primary, you know, that's who I really truly am at a soul level and who I really truly believe I am. And my primary spirit animal harnesses a lot of the qualities all of the qualities really that i embrace and a lot of my ideals and everything like that so and that's who i truly and primarily am so that's why i say it's my primary and then when i say my secondary spirit animal these are kind of my secondary qualities not who i exactly am at all times but kind of just my secondary backup ideals morals and just aspects of my life you know these are kind of the secondary less important ones and also in the secondary kind of comes your shadow side and even your dark side or let's say for the sake of explaining it your negative traits because that's where my secondary my secondary spirit animal is where some of my negative areas and areas to work on are actually hidden. So when I say your primary, that's who you really are and who you strive to be and who you become and who you really are, like what really is important, all the things that really, really matter. That's your primary. And then as far as the secondary, those are still going to be things that matter to you, still things that are true to you, but also might have the areas that you can work on and that you can improve. And it might embrace some of your negative characteristics and some of your negative aspects of your life. Um, And I say negative really just for lack of a better word in a sense. Um, Like I said, it can be like your shadow areas, just your darker side, that kind of the areas that you need to bring to light and bring out of you and work on. That's likely where your secondary spirit animal comes in. So for me, my primary, my secondary are really on completely different levels, really just in how I harness both of them, how I use both of them. Their experiences to me are different. So they don't, my primary, my secondary are really kind of different in a sense, even though they both embody me and it's who I truly am both of them, both my primary and my secondary are who I truly am at a soul level and at a spirit level. So really, I'll say that I came across both my primary and my secondary in really different ways. And so what I think is important to explain is in my secondary spirit animal, how I uncovered this. And the real truth is that I actually uncovered my secondary spirit animal mainly through media and actually through indirect ways so really when I say indirect I mean that you could see these animals this can be for anything either your spirit animal getting a message just from an animal totem any of these messages anything that I mentioned before you know you could get the message directly by literally seeing the animal in real life and in your current life you can also get it in alternative ways and in indirect ways and I say that by saying really indirect ways are what led me to my secondary spirit animal. And as far as my primary spirit animal, when I came across that, I was really seeing all of that in real life, all the time, real experiences. Whereas this secondary, like I said, these are coming through media. And when I say media, I mean like movies. And I also mean like videos on Instagram or a Snapchat story, like showing me the animal in those things. Like just you see the animal all the time. And so that's why you have to be in tune and pay attention. You know, it's not just the literal surface level of like, oh, I saw a bunny in real life. No, but did you see a bunny on the TV in that commercial or did you see it on someone's Snapchat story? Because, you know, and again, you could just say, oh, well, it's a Snapchat story and the girl has a pet bunny. Yeah, if you want to rationalize it like that, you can, but it can also be in the moment you were in tune and you were looking for a message from the universe and here comes the message from the bunny that you saw on that Instagram video or in that movie or in that TV commercial. That's just the truth. And, you know, I say all that because the honest truth of it is you know i think about this you know if you're someone that is sitting there and you don't know what your spirit animal is and you want to know what your spirit animal is i'm someone that's telling you i have not only a primary but also a secondary spirit animal and the way i came in connection with my spirit with my second spirit animal was through media and through a movie and through other experiences like that indirect experiences with this animal you know i wasn't seeing real versions of this animal i was seeing you know either a sculpture of this animal or a movie of this animal you know alternative ways so that's why and especially for me the secondary you know i think it was to the point of like my primary it was like this is direct like it was was easily showing me that the secondary, I had to think a little bit. I had to think outside the box, but that's how you're going to make the connection. And again, I was someone who already had a primary spirit animal. I wasn't thinking like, oh, I think I'm about to get my secondary. I didn't even know secondaries existed until I received mine and I understood what mine was. So again, I wasn't looking when I came across the secondary and not only came to that realization and I made that connection, but it was not through seeing it in real life and seeing the physical real life version of this animal. I was seeing media and alternative ways of seeing this animal. And I still was able to be in tune enough to make that connection so i truly believe that that just speaks for being in tune and just being open to it at all times you know i wasn't consciously thinking like send me another spirit animal i was like damn i already got a spirit animal most people probably don't even have one like i'm like i'm using mine i'm following mine like this is awesome i wasn't even expecting another one and then i got it in an alternative way in an indirect way so you really just have to be in tune and just be open to all experiences whether that's your spirit animal or whatever it is that the universe is going to show you and unfold for you and uncover for you. And this is really just a side note, but it goes hand in hand with this. You know, I mentioned having multiple spiritual awakenings, you know, in my life, you know, I didn't have my first one. And I was like, that's it, you know, I'm awake. Like, that's it. Like, yes, you become awake when you go through a spiritual awakening and you become awakened in a sense, but there is much more to go after that first one. So you have to keep being open to just learning more. You know, the more that you learn, the more you realize that you don't even know anything. So that's really how all of this is. You know, you start to learn a little bit, but then the key is to realize that, wow, yes, I know a little bit, but I also, there's so much more for me to still go and learn. So you keep awakening, you keep becoming more in tune. Once you become in tune, that's really just the start. Once you become awakened by a spiritual awakening or whatever it is that's going to do it you then can have multiple multiple more awakenings and just experiences that lead you to become even more awakened so that's really just the start and i say awakened really just for lack of a better word you know what i'm saying i that's really kind of how it is you're kind of unconscious and not fully aware of what's going on and then you become aware and you're just understanding now of what is actually going on and you're becoming led by signs from the universe or led by animals that are bringing you signs and You know, it really sounds crazy, but it's honestly the truth. And this is how you get to those different points is by following your spirit animal. You know, my spirit animals led me through different awakenings, the butterflies and the dragonflies. In addition to my primary spirit animal, my secondary spirit animal, all of those were getting me through my second and third awakenings later on down the line. You know, they keep helping you along and keep getting you and helping you get to where you want to be. And so I believe I mentioned this at the start of the episode, but really, you know, your Spirit animal, or your totem animal, or whatever signs or messages you get from the universe, you know, they're always subject to change. You know, nothing is ever going to be permanent. So I say that by explaining, you know, right now I have my primary and my secondary spirit animals. And if you ask me, I truly believe that I will have both my primary and my secondary for the rest of my life. You know, if I had to answer what I thought, I truly believe that I will have both of them in my life always. However, I am open and I am understanding of the fact that I might not have either of those in my life for the rest of my life. Perhaps they were just to get me to certain points in my life and then I won't need them anymore. Um, And, you know, if that does happen, you know, they may or may not be replaced with what I believe to be permanent, you know, spirit animals. So right now, these are my one and two, my primary and my secondary. But, you know, I am understanding and aware of the fact that either of those could either become replaced or just outgrown in my life. You know, that's the thing is, you know, these spirit animals and these animals are to get you where you need to be. Just like the signs from the universe that I mentioned, you know, they're getting you where you need to be. And just like these animals you know they're helping you reassure you that you're on the right path getting you to the right path you know they're putting you where you need to be and that's what their message is and whether it's your spirit animal or a totem animal, or whatever you want to call it. If you want to distinguish the two, if you want to split them up, whatever it is, if you're getting a sign from an animal, whether it's your spirit animal, you know, it's pushing you and it's getting you on the right path. Again, my spirit animals, you know, led me through awakenings. They led me to awakenings amongst many other animals that I mentioned. You know what I'm saying? I gave a lot of meanings, you know, like the frog and the snake and the cat. You know, those are all great and I use those messages, but none of those are my true primary or secondary spirit animal and just like the butterfly and the dragonflies you know they got me through the summer of transformation that i went through and they really were an important influence for me but now that the winter is here you know i that experience is way less than it was just months ago um you know what i'm saying so those butterflies those dragonflies they helped me through the summer but so did my primary and my secondary spirit animals so All of the animals, all the messages, they're all going to conspire with the universe to get you where you need to be. That just shows that, you know, sometimes it's easier for the universe to give you a message through, let's say, an animal or whatever the case may be. So that's why, you know, when it comes to following just signs from the universe and signs from animals, you know, they're all getting you where you need to be. The universe really conspires with you to get you where you want to be. You know, you want to manifest your dreams and you want to get on your path and get to where you want to be. The universe wants that just as bad. Badly as you do the universe wants to have that occur just as badly as you do and so it will conspire to do everything in its power to let that occur for you so you take yourself and if you do everything in your power to get on your path and get aligned and get where you need to be the universe will do the same thing everything in its power to get you where you need to be and align you so it will throw you all the signs that you want whether it's a repeating number whether it's seeing a snake whether it's seeing a frog whatever animal whether it's seeing a rat the universe is using that to get you onto your path. So it's up to you to understand it as a message and take the message from it. You know, it's easy to just be like, oh, it's a coincidence. I see cats every day, but bro, do you see a cat on the NFL field? That's the thing. And so you really just have to, and of course, like it sounds silly. It really does. You know, if you try and go talk to a bunch of people about spirit animals or totem animals, you know, people might be like, you're wilding out. But the truth is that animals will give you signs, more important signs, more important messages, more important lessons. So whether you identify, identify and connect with your spirit animal whether you just see random totems giving you signs to put you on your path it's important to just understand what you're seeing and get something from it you know what i'm saying don't just laugh about it and be like oh that was weird or that was random like maybe take a second look like be like well that was weird i was thinking about my dreams and everything that I want to occur and then I just saw that animal and then weird I look up the animal and that is a sign to do this which is a thing that I was thinking about so you know what I'm saying it'll sound crazy if you make it sound crazy but as you look at it you'll actually be like wow what's going on here like thank you for this sign so you know it's up to you to identify that Um, But like I said, whether it's your spirit animal or random animals or random numbers or random signs or messages from the universe, whether it's an animal or the universe itself, it's all getting you to where you need to be. And the more that you accept and understand and are grateful for the message and for the lesson, the more efficient and the more effective it'll be on your life and having a positive impact on your life. And so, you know, I'll give a few more meanings and general meanings to some of the animals that I actually did mention um, so far throughout this episode. So I said the bunny uh, the most notable quality about the bunny is really abundance um, abundance of your dreams, but really just most importantly abundance um, I also mentioned the rat the rat actually signifies, you know Like a change and like what's necessary to go on in your life And I actually saw the rat I was working at a restaurant a couple years ago And it was either my last shift or my second to last shift and I was walking in the back door And I literally saw a rat not inside the place not to scare anyone or freak anyone out It was outside by like the dumpster, but I literally saw nobody else was around, and I was going in, and it was like my last shift there. And then I looked up the meaning, and I can't even remember, but it was just something about like things are changing, things are the right things happening, and it was just really like a comfortable feeling. Like I was like, wow, that's amazing! Like it's one of my last shifts here, and this is just a really reassuring feeling. Also, when I left the job that I was working for years, I was actually working in Atlantic City for a couple of years. When I left that job, I had literally an unbelievable experience walking out of there on my final shift. I had an unbelievable, unreal experience with with my primary spirit animal and seeing hundreds of them. I can't even express how many I actually saw in this moment. And again, nobody else I think witnessed this but myself or nobody else noticed that it was occurring but myself. And this was after I walked out of this job that I had worked at for over two years. And I was walking out of my last shift there and I experienced this. And again, this was right around the time I had just woken up. I had just had my first spiritual awakening, but this experience was insane. And it was also weird that I, again, had an experience with an animal, you know, either on my last shift or second to last shift. And that job at the restaurant, I hadn't been there for as long. So it made sense that I had a message from a random animal, not necessarily like my primary spirit animal. But that job was really important all around and really just that message that I got was important and really reassuring so that both of those messages made sense. Um, And so I just think it's interesting that I got those, you know, after I was leaving jobs, because your jobs really kind of are important to you. And you spend a lot of time there. So I think those experiences, you know, and when you're leaving a job, like you're changing, you're going on to something new. And both of those times, that's what was occurring in my life. So I was going on to new things. And so it's really assuring when you get signs from the universe like that, reassuring you like the change that you're going through is good, like you're doing the right things. And so those are real examples. And again, with that rat, like, most people will be freaked out or like skeeved out or grossed out by that but again somebody's spirit animal is the rat when you look at this stuff you know it's not just the surface level like the rat has a beautiful meaning of like oh change is good like whatever it was like i can't even like i said like in the moment i was like wow this is unreal like now i look back and it was just something about positive change but it has a beautiful meaning and again like there can be insects like or ants like you could literally see ants and someone's spirit animal could be the ant and you know the ant signifies just a general meaning is like working together, teamwork, Patience that's just the meaning of the ant and again like your spirit animal could literally be an insect that you find So disgusting but that could be what your spirit animal is and again, nobody nobody would likely be like Oh, I want the rat as mine like but someone's spirit animal is that so there's no limits when you have your spirit animal You know again for me like, you know, what i'm saying it's not really what you think it is Like you really have to take a step back and look really outside the box again Like a spider sounds gross to you, but that's your spirit animal like that's what you really are So for me Neither of my spirit animals were animals that I was scared of, but I have read of people like saying that, like, it's an animal they're scared of. And, like, so that's something else you have to get through. But that's again, your spirit animal is going to show you your strength. So, you know, you have to look deep within yourself and say, damn, what really am I? You know, I would love to be a shark, I would love to be a lion, but maybe I'm. You know, like a bunny or a bird. So you know what I'm saying. You have to look at what you, what you really are and who you really are. Your ideals, your morals. You know, what are you? What are your dreams? Who are you at a soul level? That's how you find your spirit animal. And again, you have to look beyond the surface, see beyond the obvious. You know, it's not likely just going to be oh, like I like giraffes. My spirit animal is a giraffe. You know, it it really might not be that simple. And again, it could be. You know, some people might have that. I can't speak for every. But you know, for me, my two spirit animals are random. They're not a lion, they're not a dog. They're not what you would expect my spirit animals to be. Everything is just the universe conspiring to get you the message. You know, again, some people might go on Instagram and they say, there's no spiritual messages for me here. Like I'm just using Instagram. That's it. Like any video I see is just a video. But for me, like when I go on Instagram, I can see numbers. I can see all different signs from the universe. I can see animals, you know, and it's like that for everything. You know, you could be watching the news and you're getting signs from the universe or you're getting animal signs and you don't realize it. So the more in tune you are, the more you pay attention to everything and you don't rule it out. And again, I say the media, I say the social media, I say the Instagram, I say the movies, I say the sculptures, I say like paintings are in other forms of animals. I say all that because again, my secondary spirit animal, I wasn't even staring at a real version of the animal when I realized it was everything that led up to that moment was coming to me through social media through a movie that I had watched all alternative forms, not real versions, Of this animal. I say all that to encourage you to not only don't rule out social media and don't rule out alternative forms, but also be open to all forms of messages because the universe, like, this is the thing is like, we're all in this universe. Like, the movies that you're watching, the animals that you're seeing, it's all the universe. So, the universe has unlimited access to itself and to the universe. So, it can stop at nothing to get the point across. So it's not crazy to think like, wow, I'm going to get a message watching this movie or I'm going to get a message like on Instagram, but that's really the truth. And the more open-minded you are, the more in tune you are, the easier it's gonna be. You know, some people might think I sound Either insane or just downright silly saying that I'm getting all these signs from not only animals in real life, but also from animals via social media and via movies. But it's actually the truth. And so, really, those are kind of my thoughts on spirit animals, on totem animals, you know, on how to find your spirit animal, how to become in tune to get messages from animals, you know, possibly find your spirit animal. You know, it's a hard thing to explain how to find your spirit animal. Again, I don't think there's a way to explain express it. You know, you just have to be in tune, be open and let it come to you. Again, both times where I connected with my primary, my secondary spirit animal, I wasn't expecting it. And I wasn't looking to find my spirit animal. So I think that says a lot. And you know, you just unconsciously become open to everything. You know, you don't rule it out, you don't eliminate it in your mind, you just are open to it. And then it will come to you. And it will make sense. I realized that saying all this, you know, it might not make a lot of sense. This is a process to get to this point, you have to become in tune. And you have to let down really that wall. And kind of this is where I mentioned at the start, you know, understanding the law of attraction, you know, you don't have to consciously practice the law of attraction and say, you know what, now I'm going to consciously find my spirit animal. I'm going to try and find my spirit animal. I'm going to try and get messages from animals. You don't have to do that, but you can listen to this and just understand that it's the truth. So that's what I mean by say understanding the law of attraction and practicing it. You know, you might not have to put any of this into practice, but hearing my stories and my examples of this, I hope will just show you that this is the truth of how the reality is and whether you decide to consciously embrace this and utilize some of the help that I've given you or anything like that that's your choice but if anything hopefully this just helps you to at least understand what is actually going on in our world and so really this is a process to get to this point you know i mentioned that i've gone through i feel like multiple awakenings multiple transformations and like transformative periods for me again like this summer was insane like i went through so much stuff and really i felt like i grew more during this um you know than my first awakening like this was powerful and so It takes a while to get to this point, but that's why I create these episodes to get you to this point. You know, I want you to pay attention to what's important. And, you know, it might sound crazy to say, like, before you walk into your last shift at work, like, you might get a sign from an animal. But in two very important jobs that I worked, I got an incredible... Sign from my primary spirit animal in producing hundreds of them on the scene and on site I give you those examples not to not to help you think that I'm a little bit crazy, but to help you understand that you know you likely are going to get these signs and it's just a matter of paying attention to them and understanding and getting the most from them and getting the message from them and so it's a process to get to this point you know i mentioned some of my law of attraction episodes i'm going to reference a couple more for you so just to kind of point you in the right direction so i already mentioned 19 um, with the NFL and the law of attraction. And then I also mentioned episode seven, how to know your manifestations are coming true. So that episode is super important because again, it's going to give you all the ways that the universe will reassure you. So now you have all the ways that animals in the universe will reassure you. If you go and listen to episode seven, you will hear how just the universe and signs and numbers are going to give you reassurance and confirm that your dreams are coming to reality and that your manifestations are coming true and coming to reality. So that's episode seven. And now I'll reference a couple other episodes. I have episode 10, which is about the law of detachment. And so that's also important to kind of understand, you know, how can I efficiently, you know, get my dreams to reality? That's just what you can kind of do in pairing that with the signs from the universe and signs from the animals. And then finally, I have episode three, which is five quotes you never realized were about the law of attraction and so in that episode you know i speak about how there's a lot of things that you know you actually don't even realize are actually speaking about the law of attraction just as you might not realize that these animals are really a product of the law of attraction and they're there to give you a sign so it's really just becoming aware and like i said i used awake before or aware like you just become aware of all this and that all this is going on so i mentioned episode 19 7 10 and 3 of this series the positivity report to have you go and listen and kind of get a better understanding about the law of attraction. The reason I say that is because at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned, you know, how there's deeper levels and deeper concepts. I mentioned how it's really important to just understand how the law of attraction works and understand that it's true. And then whether you decide to practice that consciously and put it into practice is your decision. But just understanding this is how we will get to those deeper levels. And so one more final point about episode three that I mentioned is, you know, in that episode, I actually speak about how a lot of the quotes are really the same message that the deeper that you look into this and the deeper that you actually go, the simpler things become. And so, you know, I mentioned some of these deeper topics and that's exactly it. You know, what I said in that episode three is still true right now. The deeper that you go into all of this, the simpler things actually become. So those deeper levels and deeper concepts. Even though we're going to be going deeper and deeper, it actually will become simpler and simpler. You think it's ironic because you think that you think that the deeper that you go, the more complex everything will be. But it's actually quite the opposite. The deeper that you go, the simpler everything becomes. And so really the deeper that you go, the simpler everything becomes. And again, I mentioned that in episode. Episode three all the way at the start and now that's still just as important and just as true so the deeper that you go the simpler everything actually will become and so now that finally leads me to the deeper concepts that I mentioned at the start of this episode I'm mentioning now and I'm speaking about the deeper concepts and the deeper levels it's important to understand the law of attraction in order to access these deeper levels and so in order to understand what the deeper concepts actually are and I will tell you what they actually are in order to finally hear what these deeper concepts actually are and what I will be speaking about on this podcast series moving forward. You actually have to listen to my next episode to hear what those deeper concepts are. I assure you that it will be worth the listen to hear what the deeper levels actually are. What concepts are we getting to that's beyond the law of attraction? And in my next episode, episode 24, I will speak about all of the deeper levels, all of the deeper concepts, how we can access those. And I will give you all the information that you need about those deeper levels. And so again, Again, understanding the law of attraction is big and important because in order to access the deeper levels, you have to understand the law of attraction. And that will allow you to ascend deeper uh, to get to those deeper levels. And again, the deeper concepts, the deeper and more important concepts actually become simpler the further that we go. So, you know, this was actually perfect that I was able to wrap everything up with the law of attraction. Again start listening to these Law of Attraction episodes, start listening to the episodes that I mentioned because those episodes will give you a better understanding of the Law of Attraction. And whether you decide to understand and then put it into practice consciously, that's your decision. But even if you don't want to consciously practice these, just understanding how the law of attraction works and understanding, for example, the episode today, Signs from Animals and Animal Totems and Spirit Gods and Spirit Animals. All of that understanding is what's going to allow you to ascend to the deeper levels. And those deeper levels, I will speak about specifically in my next episode and I will let you know what you can expect from my further episodes and how and how I plan to go about getting us all to those deeper levels and uncovering the truth about those deeper levels. So I literally can't wait to speak about about those concepts and really just to explain what those concepts are. So rest assured my next episode, episode 24, will give you all the details that you need to know about my future episodes, what I will be speaking about, what these deeper concepts and ideas are, and how we can ascend to them through the law of attraction just by understanding the law of attraction. As far as my next episodes go, you know, if I follow the pattern, the episodes would be Wednesday, November 27th, and then Wednesday, December 11th, you know, would be every other Wednesday, my final two episodes, 24 and 25, of this first season of the positivity report. However, given that, you know, I dropped my last episode a week later than I should have. And also the fact that, you know, there's really kind of a lot going on right now. November 27th is the day before Thanksgiving. December 11th is a couple weeks after that. So tentatively, you know, if you were planning ahead, the episodes would be planned to release on Wednesday, November 27th and Wednesday, December 11th. However, I will say that there's also the possibility that I will release really both of those episodes if. If not just one or the other, you know, really kind of early before the dates that I mentioned. So I'm still deciding, you know, really, whenever the episodes are ready, I might drop them. So there's a chance that the episodes go earlier than the dates I mentioned, just so that I can give you episode 24 so that you can hear where we're going and hear these important topics and get yourself thinking. But so definitely pay close attention to my next episode, episode 24, you know, I'm going to give you those details about what you can expect from Episodes in the future, what the deeper concepts are, how we're going to get there. And again, I might drop these early. Who knows if I'll drop it late? You know, I really wasn't planning to drop that last one many, many days late. That wasn't a plan of mine. So there's a chance they'll come early. I guess there's even a chance they'll come late. But if anything, I'll try and drop them earlier than November 27th and December 11th. But either way, I have episodes 24 and episode 25 in order to complete this first season of this series the positivity report so as i mentioned before you know in my final two episodes i will address you know if the frequency is going to change um how consistent i will be moving forward and i will also speak about what you can expect from the positivity report in the future the episodes moving forward how we can ascend to these deeper levels what the deeper levels are and how we are going to use really this baseline and this first season of the Law of Attraction and these first initial ideas of the Law of Attraction in order to ascend to those deeper, more important, more powerful levels that lie beyond the law of attraction. So really, from the start, it felt like the law of attraction was going to be the entire process and we would go through all levels of the law of attraction. But the truth is the law of attraction in its entirety, all of its different levels are really just the first step in itself. And now we will get to those deeper levels that lie ahead. So in the meantime, already get started with catching up on the law of attraction and understanding the Law of attraction. You know, once again, episodes 19, episodes 10, episode 7, episode 3, all of the positivity report, you know, those episodes cover the law of attraction. I have many other episodes that cover law of attraction topics as well, but the ones that I just mentioned are a good place to start. You know, listen to this episode, understand my words and the messages in this episode, and that will help you to understand messages from the universe and messages from animals, you know, moving forward. So the law of attraction. is what helps us to understand and to help flip the switch and help get us to this point that allows us to get to the next level. So I'm excited to conclude this first season of this series. You know, it's a crazy journey that I went on, you know, with this series. It's a crazy feeling, you know, knowing that I have 24 and 25 to go and then I have a season done um, and a season completed. So I'm really excited about that. I was excited to create this episode. You know, I mentioned this episode about the spirit animals back in, um, I believe, episode seven. So it was cool to bring this full circle and to kind of speak about the law of attraction again speak about some deeper level concepts because you know to me this spirit animal and these totem animals you know these concepts are kind of deeper level concepts so if you're understanding this and you're easily coming to these conclusions with me um i believe that's a really good thing and i think that shows really your progress through this so if you're understanding this and this doesn't seem too far out there this to me was a deeper level episode and deeper concepts so this is just a brief showing of you know where you can get to and where your mind can go if you open yourself up to it and it once you start understanding this so the future we will get there and all those deeper levels i can't wait to tell you about and we are getting there so listen to my next episode episode 24 thank you for listening to this episode i hope this episode made sense i hope that this episode made things clear for you. And again, this is a deeper level concept. So if you understand this, you know, you're definitely on the right path and you know, We're getting to those deeper levels, those powerful, powerful, important levels. And just so that you're aware, you know, the timing is actually perfect with everything. You know, we are going to be accessing these deeper levels at the perfect time and literally at the peak and perfect moment. So, right now, focus on the law of attraction, focus on understanding that. And the deeper levels are going to come at the perfect time. And that will all start. And that will all start with episode 24, you know, speaking about the deeper levels to come. So, listen to my final two episodes, episode 24 and 24. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate it. You can hit me up on IG at Wilson Ryan underscore underscore episodes 24 and 25. Then it's a wrap on the first season of The Positivity Report. I'm super excited. I'm super grateful. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to catch you next time. Peace out.